Perik Bey's Mishnah Aleph. Ain't Darshan Arayos Bishlosha. One is now that I teach the laws of Arayos, forbidden relations, to three or more students. Now, we're not referring to the explicit laws in the Torah about prohibited relations, because that's, you could teach as many students as you want. We're referring to laws that are not explicit. For example, one does not have relations with the mother of his father-in-law. It's not explicit. Those type of laws have to be taught to less than three. The reason is because if you're teaching it to three or more, so let's say you're having a discussion middle with one of them, the other two may end up talking about other things, not concentrating on the lesson, and they'll end up ruling leniently in these issues because they missed it. But if you're teaching to two, it's not a problem. Because even if you get into a discussion with one of them, the other one's not going to have anyone else to talk to. That's not a problem. When it comes to my separations, teaching about the story of creation, Genesis, not even with two. Again, we're not talking about the simple understanding of it. We're talking about the deeper meanings of it, the Kabbalistic secrets describing how Hashem created the world. These things also can only be from individual to individual, not with two. But you can't teach the Maisa Merkava with one person. The Maisa Merkava, that's the account of the chariot. It's called that because it is, this is the vision that Ezekiel, Yecheskel had, and also the prophet Isaiah, Yeshaya. It's called the account of the chariot, the Maisa Merkava, because it describes and the Malachim, and angelic beings that are bearing the Kisya cover, the throne of Hashem, like horses drawing a chariot. Now, this is even more secretive. Then the, the this is even, it has a more secret nature even than the story of Barashas, because there's a lot of descriptions of Malachim and Shemayim and heavens. So it's not to be taught to anybody, except you can teach it to a, a only to a chacham. Unless you're teaching it to someone who is a chacham, he's somebody who is a scholar, uh, and he can understand he can understand it on his own. In other words, he can infer the lesson from just the general outline of it. But there's a lot of hidden wisdom in these things over here, and if it has to be taught only in this way over here. The mission continues. Now call him Mistakil Barboa Devorim. Whoever examines, he looks into the following four things. It would have been better that he wouldn't have, would not have even been born. What are the four things? Malamila, to look into what's above Shemayim, what's above the heaven. Malamata, what's below the earth. Malafanim, what existed before the world was created, or Malachar, and what is going to be after the end of the world? A person f- looks at these things over here. It's it's so bad. It's it's better he wouldn't have been born. The reason is because when a person looks into these things and he doesn't get the doesn't get get a clarity in it, he's not going to be able to understand it. So therefore, he's going to think that maybe his whole faith is mistaken, and therefore it's better if he doesn't think about these things altogether. Then the Mishnah concludes, Whoever doesn't have concern about the cover, the honor of his creator, Kono is created referring to Hashem, it would have been better that he wasn't even born. This is referring to a person, he went ahead, and he does that very, he sins in a place where no one will see him. But he ignores the fact that Hashem sees everything. So he's not chasak, kono. He doesn't go ahead and he's not concerned for the cover, the honor of Hashem. It would have been better he wouldn't have been born because such a person is saying that there's no Hashem over here. He's ignoring the fact that Hashem's, he's saying that Hashem doesn't see everything. Because if he believed that Hashem sees everything, then what would he gain by going ahead and sitting in a place where people don't see him?